Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. What can you do to help manage your stress? Well, today's episode puts Lloyd in the hot seat, reminiscing on some of his more stressful past employment experiences. How did you deal with the situation when that young boy turned up naked with a bottle of vodka oh. at someone's one of their host family's doorstep that you were supposed to be responsible for, Lloyd? And I was like... I don't want to lose my job. Lloyd also shares his bulletproof steps anyone can take that helped him become the calmest person in England. Like I'm less stressed than like 90% of people yeah. from monitoring my heart rate. Right, let's get stuck in. This is episode 93 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. Lloyd, yeah. how do you deal with high-pressure, stressful situations at work? Well, firstly, <laughs> I've just got to get out of it, because I've never... You've never just said Lloyd, and then I, I say know. yeah, and then you ask me. I was just, it, uh, you are, oh, normally just ask me a question. I was just trying something new. Okay, I liked it. Just threw me off a bit. Okay. So, how do you deal with high-pressure, situation, stressful situations? Because I think, just to, sorry, mm. give this context, I personally think you're one of the people I know that has feels like you're the least stressed and that you deal with situations like this quite well. So I think the listeners are going to gain a lot of value from this. And oh, I'm genuinely intrigued. Thanks, How man. do you do it? Because I want to learn I, from it. I, I actually agree without blowing my own trumpet too much. Um, <laughs> didn't, oh, didn't need a trumpet sound, did it? I, I do think I, I have over the years kind of developed ways of managing this well, I think. I think I am good at it now. And I did notice, uh, you know, you've got your new Garmin watch that tells you stuff. You did say the other day that it beeped and told you that you're the least stressed you've ever been since wearing it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it did. Gave me a notification, told me I wasn't stressed. <laughs> I l- looked at it. it. So it manages the, um, it manages, <laughs> records the like slight differences between the timing of your heartbeat. If you're very consistent, um, your heartbeat is very consistent over time. Apparently that, that means thing? there's less stress on your body and stuff. Whereas right. if it's kind of a bit all over the place and there's slight differences, it means your body's stressed and that kind of right. thing. Right. And yeah, I just uh, I was reading up and my like I'm less stressed than like ninety percent of people yeah. from monitoring my heart rate. I do think that to give a bit of backstory, you have had some quite stressful jobs in the past mm. that I think have probably helped you develop your stress yeah, dealing with so. abilities. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I used uh, I've had really stressful times in my life so far um mo- most of them were in my kind of early 20s when i had when i was given ro- roles with quite big responsibilities and not necessarily training to deal with things so i working for the english language school where we'd have hundreds of children coming over to learn english in various places around the uk i was kind of responsible for their welfare for all of their time outside of the classroom in places all over the UK, so I'm, I can't be there. I've just got to put things mm. in place. You know, we've had we had missing children. You know, imagine someone's gone on a school trip, some eleven-year-old, and then yeah, they're just they're just in London somewhere, and no one knows where they are. And also, how did you deal with the situation when that young boy turned up naked with a bottle of vodka oh. at someone's one of their host family's doorstep that you were supposed to be responsible for, Lloyd? Yeah, how did that yeah. go? I think I dealt with that quite calmly. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know if we've spoken about it on the podcast before. I think we have ages ago. but I, be... I had an emergency phone. So obviously, <laughs> if, if there's an emergency, <laughs> I don't know why I need to explain this. <laughs> someone calls the phone. And I had a call from a family that were hosting this child because they kind of stay with English families saying, <laughs> he's coming. 
Uh, what was his name? Was it Bruno or something? <laughs> He's coming. And this he was like 14 or something. Coming completely naked. <laughs> I only got his socks on. And uh, six in the morning. And this bottle of vodka. And I don't know what's happened to him. He's got, he's got no clothes. And I was. What like, actually went on in your mind at that point? Oh, a million things went on in my mind right then. I was like, I'm going to lose my job. Um, but I was obviously, yeah, so much going on in my head. And I was trying to react calmly and like speak to this. I think it was the father kind of that called me and saying, okay, well, this is obviously very serious. And please make sure he's safe at home and stuff. We need to work. And I was make sure he's safe stuff. at home naked. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, and I was sort of saying, right, we'll, we'll send someone over. And I said, um, I'm going to I'm gonna call the police because I think obviously something's happened. Um, and the reason why Dan's laughing through the whole of this is because it was actually one of my colleagues pretending to be a father. Uh, and it was all made up. Um, so that's why Dan's laughing. Brilliant joke. It was uh... yeah. brilliant joke. You know, when you've got so much responsibility, you're so stressed, <laughs> and then someone tells you a naked kid's come in at six in the morning, and you think something terrible's happened. Um, <sighs> yeah, so that was a fake stressful situation. But I also like there was basically the Ka- Kazakhstan mafia uh, just wandered into one of the schools at some point because they were parents of the children there, and I was kind of like because there's all these things to look after the children listen just saying like it's stupid it's not it should be done for their welfare yeah. but it's like you know parents can't just wander in and do no. what they want in the school because we don't know who they are yeah um and i was like oh guys i know you've 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 come in these massive like rolls royce vehicles uh like eight of you and you're just walking in and to see your kid but actually you can't just turn up and just <laughs> do what you want yeah. and he was just like yes <laughs> and basically saying <laughs> I'm not going to listen to anything you say. Um, and then he was just sort of asking how much he needed to pay to do what he wanted, really. And I was like, I also can't accept bribes. Um, so, yeah, there were lots of stressful situations with that. And I think because of those stress, I think part of how you learn to deal with stressful situations is being in them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I also, you know, at the end of that job, I was in a disciplinary with my boss. And I ah, said, yes. I, so part of it, part of what I'm going to uh, try and uh, teach people is don't react emotionally. Right. So uh, he was saying stuff to me. Uh, it was rubbish. I didn't like it. So I said to him, this is a disciplinary thing with like, I had, I had like a, what do they call it? Someone that was like a colleague of mine to represent me and make sure it's fair. A lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then he had someone representing like a witness. him. And then there was someone like running the discipline. It was all very formal. Mm. And I just said, <laughs> um, I'm going to leave before I say something I regret to you. Let's <laughs> say Tim. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just walked out. And they were kind of like, no, come on, Lloyd. You can't, you can't walk out. Like, I'm walking out. See you later. <laughs> and I just left. But I think that was a good decision because I would have just told him to. Yeah. And also, I mean, growing up, you, you, are, you have been quite an emotional boy. Oh, I'm, in your, I'm hugely emotional. In your teenage years, yeah. you were, you know, yeah. those hormones. I don't know if they... Uh... Yeah, they did something to me. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I laugh hysterically and cry hysterically most days. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it, you're right, though. It has been a journey for me to not lead with emotion, mm. which is a big thing that I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, shall we get into those steps, some of those steps? Yeah. What like have you okay. got some practical tips or yeah, steps so, yeah, or yeah I don't I, let's not call them steps you do steps okay I do um, just I do advice intelligent rambling 
Okay. Uh, no, no, there are steps. So, so first thing, if you're in a stressful situation at work, I would say exactly what I've just been saying. Don't react with emotion. So how? How? So if you're feeling so something stressful has happened, uh, you're the manager of this team and they just haven't done what they're supposed to do. And now uh, your boss is saying, your shit. You done, your shit. Um, so stressful. Oh, I don't know what to do. If you're emotionally led with your thoughts, thinking, oh, fucking Tim. Oh, it's just, uh, did we do we say that on the podcast? Sorry. Uh, fudging Tim mm. um, hasn't done his job because he's, he's an idiot and he's been out drinking and he's hung over. I hate Tim. And Susan, she's even worse. Oh, I hate it when she speaks to me like this and it really frustrates me. So all these negative emotions bring out things that actually don't necessarily have anything to do with how you would resolve the situation. If you're thinking like that, take a step back, step away from the situation and come back mm. when your emotions have died down and you can think with your logical brain rather than your emotional brain. The Chimp Paradox is a great book that talks all about this. Yeah, we've mentioned it quite a few mm -hmm. times. So I would definitely read that. Uh, it talks about the chimp inside all of us, that it's natural, emotional-led thing of like, you've done something bad to me that's affected me, so I'm going to do something bad mm. to you. And obviously that can lead to conflict within the business. If you just, you know, you say something because you're angry, like, and you, Susan, you never do what you're supposed to do. And actually, Susan does 90% of the time and you're just trying to make her feel yeah. bad. That's always going to end in the long term badly. So first thing, don't be don't emotionally led with your decisions. And if you can't get out of that, step away, step back, whatever you need to do. So if you're in an office, go for a walk, go for a walk. Let you let things calm down. Try and think logically. Um, if you're on a call talking about something, try and move on to something and say, let's come back to this and deal with this at another time. You know, however you can sort of step away or move on from that. That was some good intelligent ramblings, Lloyd. I like that. Thank you. Thank What's you the next? Much. So part? next next thing is prioritize. So um, if you're in a stressful situation, it's normally that I need to achieve something and I'm worried that it's it's not possible or it's going to be too challenging or something's gone wrong and I, I can't do this. And taking that step back, taking the emotion away, thinking logically, once you're in that logical kind of mindset, then it's, you need to have a plan. So you can't just think, oh, well, this is too challenging or, oh, Susan won't do this. You got to think, how can I get closer to the point I need to be? So, and literally write down steps Mm. And even if you think this is too much, it doesn't matter. Write down the steps. There might be 76 steps that need to be taken to get to where you need to get to. But until you map out those steps, you've got no chance of getting out of the stressful situation. There's a really good um, kind of diagram, the urgent, important diagram that our accountant shared with me once. If you're interested in learning how to prioritize things, just Google urgent, important diagram. Yeah. And it's like a diagram that shows you what to focus on because there may be steps you need to take almost immediately um so it might be you know our clients on the phone they're not happy with this and you've got out the stage of thinking tim and susan are rubbish and they haven't done their job you think actually okay i need to have a meeting with tim and susan we just need to work out exactly what's happened um, and talk about our next steps i need to get susan to call the client just apologize a bit of a holding call to say very sorry manage situation we're going to now go back and work out what we need to do. Um, then I need Tim to contact this person and see if they're available next week. To, so there's all these steps, but there's also potentially steps after you've got out of that stressful situation that you still need to note down that will be done at a later date. 
So we need to do a training session with Tim and Susan to make sure that this never happens again. A preventative action exactly. for the future. So there's the immediate things, right. How put do out we, the fire. Yeah, put out the fire. How do we deal with this? They've called to apologise. They've said that we're planning how to rectify it, blah, 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 that sort of thing. And then it's the more long term. So once we've got out of this stressful situation, in two weeks' time, we're going to have a two-hour thing about uh, how to plan these projects so you never get to this point i think this is something that you're really good at that i haven't noticed in other scenarios much is the right we've had a stressful situation we've dealt with it but rather than just being like let's put that to bed it's more thinking what are the things we can do to prevent that in the future and that's just as important as putting the fire out preventing the fire in the future and often i find once you've got to this stage and you have the plan of the, the immediate action and the action you need to take in the future to prevent it it's all scheduled even though the situation hasn't been rectified yet the stress is gone because you know what needs to happen and that people uh, are going to take that action to get out of the situation. So you're not out of the stressful situation yet, but you don't feel stressed because you know exactly got the what's going to happen. Because the, the stress comes from not knowing how, you know, the worry of what if that doesn't work out? You know, what, what are we going to do? So, um, yeah, if you, if you can see that, even if you haven't done the work, that reduces a really big part of the stress. Nice. So prioritizing. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Prioritize and map out the plan, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think my, my final kind of really key point of how to deal with these stressful situations is accepting that you can only do your best and you can only do what you can do. So quite often, so say we've mapped out this and you're thinking, well, that's still not good enough. Um, at that point, if you are doing or have done absolutely everything you can to rectify a situation and it's still not it still doesn't get you to a place that you need to be there's absolutely no point stressing or worrying about it because you've done everything in your power so then it gets to the point where you have to accept i've done everything i can and there's there's absolutely no value in me stressing about this now and that's quite difficult yeah it's the accept like you because let's be honest, not everything we do in our work life ends in a massive win. There are failures along the way. So it's much better to accept a failure and say, God, I've done everything I can. Mm -hmm. But actually, we've got to a point the client's a bit happier, but there's still, still a risk they might not extend their contract. If you've done absolutely everything you can and you're honest with yourself, that's the point to go, well, we've done everything we can. I need to yeah. focus on positive things now and doing the things I need to mm -hmm. do to improve things rather than worrying about this thing that yeah. I have no control over. I think one of the most valuable points out of all those steps that I'm getting from that is the having a plan to to get out of the stress and to prevent it in the future. And that can take the stress away. Because even though you're still in that situation, having that plan, like I've never mm. thought of it like that. Because I think sometimes I am like, if it's not solved, I'm still stressed. Mm. Whereas it cannot be solved. But if you've got a plan to solve yeah. it, then... Some things take months to solve. and. In reality, if you if you don't have this kind of mindset, you you're just accepting you'll be stressed for months until you see that it's completely resolved. Yeah. Whereas if you map out a plan and you know that everything's being done that you can, there's there's no reason to stress anymore. You can see how it's going to be resolved, or you can see how it's not going to be resolved, and you can accept that and move on. What situations are you most stressed in at work? Um, my although you're not that stressed, yeah, I know, yeah. but so so very rarely stressed. Mine are, if we've made, you know, our team, me personally, have made a mistake and let someone down, uh, 
I get stressed before I get to the point where I've prioritized and mapped out how to get out of the situation. So there's now it's much more reduced. So that might be 20 minutes where I'm like, oh man, we mucked this thing. Like I'm saying, you, you don't do everything right. You're not perfect. It's not wins all the time. Oh, we mucked up this thing for the client. We didn't, you know, I said we'd give them an update on Wednesday. We have And it's Thursday afternoon. We've let them down and not done what we said we'd do. And for our business, that's a really big thing. That's That's not how we work. And it's that stress of the five minutes where I go, okay, right. I need to just work out what I need to do to make this better. I need to contact the client straight away. I need to speak to mm. this person in the team to get that update. Uh, I need to do this, this. Oh, and I'm gonna map. I'm gonna put a thing in two months of the calendar to contact that client to mm. see if I can take them out for lunch to catch up and things to try yeah. and build that relationship. So it's before I make that plan. That's when I'm stressed, basically, when we've mucked up. Yeah, because I, I agree sometimes. with that. I, that's the same with me. Hmm. So to summarize those steps, it's the not leading with emotion. Yep. Then it's the prioritize and make an action plan to to put uh, out the so, fire. So don't lead with emotion if you're um, if you've got emotionally led thinking, get yourself out of the situation. Um, so take a step back. So maybe you need step two, which is take a step back. You might not. You might be brilliant. Then prioritize your actions. So is there anything that has to be done immediately? And then you can take care of that. Map out the plan that's longer term and then accept that you can only do what you can do and there's no point worrying or stressing about stuff you have no control over. Really useful steps. You will be happy and not stressed. Genuinely, I've, I've learned a lot from that. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. Hopefully the business anchors will too. And I think, like I said, I... I genuinely think over time, like I know obviously how I feel and how I'm not stressed. And I remember how stressed I was in previous roles and previously in the business. And I do think if, if people can take those steps, it's an absolute game changer for not only for the business. So you're doing the best job you can do, but for you personally, obviously Mm. it's so much better not feeling, even when things are going wrong, not to be feeling stressed and horrible. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely, if you can be content and more level, um, in and outside of work, it's a lovely feeling. Nice. Just to put some fluffy stuff in there rather yeah. than just being... Can't all be here. practical, can it? No, exactly. You've got to have some fluffy Lloyd stuff. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Lloyd. Thanks okay. for sharing those tips. That's really useful. Is there anything else you want to add to this episode? No. Well, if anyone wants to discuss with me or any tips on how I've reduced stress or wants any more information, let me know. Because like I said, it's been so good for me. If you want any help, give me a shout. Cool. And we look forward to seeing you in your ears next week, yeah. anchors. Yeah, I'm not gonna stress about it. We'll just we'll just be there. We'll see you then. Bye.